Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only unapologetic review. We're back in the building. You already know the one and only Cash Banks, and I got my right-hand man. Black Caesar, what's good? What's good, man? Ladies and gentlemen, look, this is the unapologetic review. This is the culture talk. We thank you for all your support, and we love what you're doing. We see it. Go and follow us if you haven't already on Go Unapologetic on Twitter. And you can also follow us at the Unapologetic Review Show on Instagram. Black Caesar, man, we about to dive right into the madness. The first topic that we got to talk about today. The Mr. Got Yourself a Gun. Oh, oh, Mr. Ether. Look, made you look. Took a rhyme from a page in my... Oh, oh man, we got to talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> The one and only Mr. Nazir, ladies and gentlemen, he won his first Grammy today. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 27 years later, but it's better late than never, never. at all. Yep, give him the roses while they're still here. Man, listen, Nas won his first Grammy, ladies and gentlemen, after 14 previous nominations and no Grammy success. He won it today for King's Disease. Interesting album name, by the way. I mean, hey, you know, that's, that's a, a deep brother. Yeah, that's a very interesting. <laughs> that's a very interesting name. Listen, we listened to it, and definitely, this is a body of work, as always with Nas, that has a message. Mm-hmm. You know, soulful samples. Oh, the samples are crazy. You know what I mean? And he always finds a way to give you that. That dope MC perspective. He hasn't lost his touch at all, at man. At all, no, not flow wise, no. Not at, not at all. all. Like, what did you think about it, man? Man, listen, um, that spicy record, the Ferg and um, the the I can't say the guy. What is it? Uh, Fivo Foreign. Fivo, yeah, Fivo Foreign. Man, that record is nasty. Like that was a crazy record. That could have been single of the year type. So absolutely. Um, another thing that I hadn't thought about literally to just now. He won it in a year. You definitely wouldn't have thought he would want it in, not even because of his album. The artists that are that are bigger than him right now. Exactly, yeah. He is something completely different than what you hear on the radio and even some of the Grammy nomina- uh, nominations that I've heard. Right, right, right. It's not stuff that you regularly hear on the radio. That's just interesting to me that he won it this year. So, I yeah, mean, no, listen, the, most, the, the elections yeah, was, were kind of different this year, and it kind of made it look like, okay, you know, they kind of went towards rappers that actually had a message this year, which is kind of shocking. It, but It was not the popular vote. Right. It normally and, is. And then on top of it, like you said, it wasn't who you literally expected it, to be all. in that category. So, I don't know, you know, if you want to give credit to the Grammys for kind of trying to be a little different after all the years of criticism – I mean, I guess you could, but at the same time, you know, without without even trying to take away from it, yeah, Nas exactly, deserved yeah. it. No, and and it almost felt like a um, lifetime achievement award, but for a good performance. So, Absolutely, because you can argue this is not his best performance. It felt like no, even though Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, I give you one better when Peyton won against Cam in that Super Bowl. I think I mentioned to you before. I'm like, bro, I should bet Denver because you know they gonna want Peyton to ride out in the sunset. And Goddamn it just felt, Vegas. It just felt like Carolina was had the momentum, but it's like, bro, they not gonna let Peyton go out like that. And yeah, no. Nah. This album felt like it was almost like a 
a, a nod to the times they probably missed Nas. Like you said, it, it, it felt like a a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Like they were kind of trying right? to make up for yeah. lost time. And like you said before, you know, at the end of the day, if you can give them their roses while they can still smell them, Hey, I'm all for it. And you know, it, it was a good project. It's not like he threw out anything and then they just said exactly. Here. So I, again, not trying to knock him for his his album. It's just the fact of you know, like the first three Star Wars or the first Star Wars movies, it's gonna be hard to top that. Not saying these movies aren't they're putting out a good right, right, right. It's gonna be hard to beat that. He dropped the classic, his first album. Yeah, it's it's just gonna be hard to ever. Reach that in the minds of your fans. So absolutely, again, this absolutely. is not a knock on Nas. It just does feel like, man, they owed him one. That's kind of how it feels. But I mean, hey, listen, there's only one Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You brought up the Star Wars, so I'm yeah. like, yo, you know, baby, baby Yoda is a legend. <laughs> Good relate. Good yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a legend. Listen, yeah. we got to talk about this, man. Random, and we saw this right before we came on. We got to talk about this, man. There was a fan that future took a compliment from him was like he was humbled by it. Yeah, he was humbled by it. We're talking about future Hendrix. The one and only mask turn off. the lights down low. Mr. Mask off. Mask off. Fuck up some commas. <laughs> Shit, can't forget Tony Montana, the classic. Oh, man, listen. I remember that had all my Mexican friends <laughs> singing that hook hey, in a way where I was like, yo. Don't forget about Cuban. Hey, listen, hey, shots out to all my Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Dominicans yeah. everybody, <laughs> go, go wherever you at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, the fans said if Future had dropped, <laughs> if he had dropped the actual project, Hendrix, at that time. 1982. 1982. Let's go ahead and picture this for everybody at home. He said that Future would have stopped Michael Jackson's 1982 thriller. I forgot about this. <laughs> I, listen, I I couldn't believe this shit when I saw it, man. I was just sitting, I was sitting up there like, like, what the hell were you smoking? Like, did you take too much cough syrup? Um, at the end of the day, whatever you're sniffing, I want none. Even if you're smoking it, I want none of that. Man. None of that. What is that, man? Like, I was sitting up there, and I was like. The logic. You know, the logical response would have been, like, I guess from Future at that time would have been, like, hey, I'm humbled by your appreciation, but Mike is Mike. You know, like, like, shut it down. Don't even let it happen. Like. It's it's, it's like an NBA player. Once you reach that level, your, your professional talk. <laughs> How we call it your interview talk, man? That got to kick in, bro. Like you, and, and again, Future did nothing wrong. This is about the logic of the fan. He literally said that uh, Future could have did Human Nature. That is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs of all time. Could you imagine the auto tune? No, <laughs> on Human Nature. I, I, I can't imagine Future on anything. Michael Jackson did nothing. That's that, like that's why it's more baffling. I'm, I'm you like pick Michael Jackson. Listen, for man, future? we were looking at the comments and they were hilarious. One guy said there was about thirty million people. <laughs> I forgot where he said. He said it was uh, I think it was like 
some country overseas, and he was like, "There's exactly he's like there's exactly 1.3 million kangaroos." He was like, "For that to happen, 14 one each person would have to battle 14 kangaroos." That that, that made about as much sense as the, the topic we're talking about right now. Man, bro, I was listen. I was sitting up there and I was like, look, you know, being out of touch because it's a different generation and it's one thing. the music, you know, is going to be different and accepted by everybody different. But let's get this understood, man. Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. Jackson. He created Thriller. 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 Let, 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 wait a minute. Let's let it sink in. Let's say it one more time for him. Thriller. Thriller. <laughs> like, like. Listen, people don't understand. People talk about, listen, Michael Jackson, you can argue, R.I.P. to Kobe. He had a Kobe-type career. You Absolutely. Forget, forget, f- before he was white, he was black and little. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And he wait, was man, running. Wait, 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 wait. You're not going to just slide past that. <laughs> Bro, he was white. Like he, he was black. He was white. He was half Negro. I don't know what man. he was. Yeah, but listen. But he was. We appreciated little Mike when he was, you know. Bro, yeah. he was the biggest artist then. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, but also the logic. You, what you mean you gonna stop Thriller? Thriller. This is not a defensive <laughs> game. What you mean you gonna stop Thriller? Like th- even the logic in it is just like somebody under fifteen better wrote that. Listen, man. The fact that he actually responded to it and was like, "I'm humbled." I get it. You know that is a major compliment, but. The common sense factor in my head would have been like, right. yo, look, man. I'm going to leave that statement alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, no. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to block you. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, like, you definitely trying to start saying that like, I want to be a part of, yeah. Like, and, and the fact that I responded to it, you got to know, you know, they, they say, you know, even if it's up for 10 seconds or three seconds, somebody saw it. Oh, yeah. That's how social media works. But listen. Michael Jackson. Shouts out to Future, man. Like, Shouts out, but that's... I think he's a great artist. I think lane. he's in his own lane. His own damn lane. But I don't think anybody will ever be in Michael Jackson's, Jackson's lane. lane. Shit, um, look at, you know, I mean, listen, Timberlake, Breezy, Chris Brown, Usher, these guys are, we could say, close in entertainment value. Absolutely. And, and they would never... <laughs> they would all three of them combined man in my opinion i don't think we'll ever even mount to michael jackson's success and those are three of the biggest artists we've had since michael exactly you dig what i'm saying can you imagine like you remember they, they had one of the memes on there and it was like uh he's on that uh what is it the, the guy from uh dave Chappelle. he was uh, like <laughs> <laughs> tyrone he's on the tyrone crack like <laughs> was, like man like I, i'm just thinking in my head like Comparing Michael Jackson to anybody right now, currently, currently, it's, it's not going to work. It's like basically comparing Michael Jordan to uh, uh, Chow on the Hangover movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Devin Booker or something, but you man, listen, man, listen. I'm just going as off, awkward. Yeah, I'm going as you. awkward as it would seem. Like that shit it, don't match at all. Not at all. Like, listen. Let's just say this, man. Michael Jackson's net worth. <sighs> I'm sure it's still probably. Listen, while we're talking about it right now, ladies and gentlemen, his bank account is doing this. He been gone for 10 years. (laughs) Listen, man, let me just say this. We just looked. Didn't the nigga just sold 66 million records last year? Listen, that was in 2018 alone. Let me let that. Listen, 
Michael Jackson in one year probably has sold more records than all of your favorite Artists. artists their whole career. Let's let that sink in. This nigga still selling, and this nigga had the audacity. The audacity. The, the I wish I knew more T.I. words for the situation. Oh, oh, he had the gall. The gall. The mental compass. Mental compass, okay. <laughs> the the uncompatibility. Oh, man, listen, uh, listen. We're on the road here. Big words, central. Big words, yeah. Listen, listen. All we're going to say is this. We're we gonna, sponsored from a, a thesaurus in a minute. <laughs> Get this going. These big words were sponsored by Webster's Dictionary. Dictionary. No, we're not getting paid, but we still acknowledge we Webster's Dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Kurt Franklin, Mr. GP, are you with me? Mr. Stump himself. Mr. Stump himself. It's God's property, goddammit. <laughs> listen, man. The man that is considered to be the Michael Jackson of gospel. The man that is sonically in a lane by himself. No one can do what he does. He's Kurt Franklin. Indeed. Listen, at the end of the day, man, recently Kurt Franklin just had a family dispute go viral. This isn't the first time he's been in the news, but this time around, it came from in-house. Mm. His 32-year-old son apparently got into an argument with his dad and decided to let the whole world know how his dad sounds when he curses him out. All right. I don't think that was a smart move. But ladies and gentlemen, instead of listening to us, why don't you go ahead and be the judge for yourself? Up a piece of paper. Okay, if you think I'm ready for this paper, let me say it like this. When your bitch ass starts hearing some shit that disrespects you, that gets your skinny motherfucking ass back out the goddamn way before I put my foot in your ass. Because I, I dare you. Phone. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna hang up the phone on him too. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you hear the rhythm though? He sound like GD uh, GP was behind him, ready for oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. I gotta say this: if Kurt Franklin had a mixtape coming out tomorrow. <laughs> God damn it, I'll need about 10 of those. He's at your bitch Listen, man. Ooh. Oh, man. I think Kurt Franklin should have won MC of the Year. <laughs> he said he should have won. If anybody could have beat Nas for that album. It could have been him. It could have been Kurt Franklin. God damn. GP, are you with me? God, that phone call could have won single of the year. <laughs> Listen, man, his son went and aired the dirty laundry out, man. Now, listen, coming up in the household, we know in a community, especially the black community, man, it is no secret. You try your parents, you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it. It ain't no you're going to say something slick and get away with it. They in your chest. They in your chest. That's the way it used to be. Now, because of laws and because of social media and all these rights and all these things, parenting has become looked at as abusive if you do it a certain way. True. That is true. Now, because you removed that, we got shit like this. This man is 32 years 32 old. 32 years old, and he's on social media saying, 
I'm going to be a better person. You're going to see. No, you could have become a better person without putting this on social media. What is the purpose of this? And and, and that is the question a lot of acts on social media. It's hard to answer. What is the purpose of this? Is the purpose just to be seen? Because I get that's the that's the goal, but the purpose, like you're putting up family exactly incidents online, that does not make you look good. Not at all. It I mean, makes him look. Like, listen, I'm just calling what it is. This is some bitch ass shit. I mean, I mean, <laughs> this, straight, is, this is straight. Hey, Diddy, uh, voting no bitch assness. <laughs> this is all bitch assness. Man, I, I listen. I, I have no comments other than. Nine out of ten to make Kirk Franklin freestyle like that, he had to do something <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> like, man, did you hear those bars? Could you imagine Kirk Franklin on Rap City the Basement? I mean, with bars like that. Man, big tigger. <laughs> Wherever you at right now, we need to get Kirk Franklin and God's property in Rap City the Basement. Bring it back. We need that. Where's Big Tigger right now? He's still in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I well. When I heard this Black Caesar, what do you think about it? When I heard it, I was kind of like, man, listen, so? If, first of all, it's a so, but uh, for any of those, any of you who know about that co- that church culture, especially that black church culture, you know that one of those older deacons, older mothers, <laughs> pissed them off, pissed them off on a Wednesday at a 7-Eleven. Right after Bible study. Right after Bible study. Bro, you will hear some of the most flagrant four-letter vowels. Brother Ray. Flowing. <laughs> flowing. I mean, listen, this is no surprise to me. The biggest surprise, like I said, like you said, he's 32. 32 years old, man. Put your big boy pants on, man. You like, literally, you went years on old? social media. And listen, if it is an emotional distress there, I understand. I get it. If if this has been going, he said 15 years. So if it affected you in a way where you feel like, you he know, you've you been, a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. Listen, listen, <laughs> if, if, if there is some trauma there, we're not laughing yeah. at that part. But what we're saying is, man, there's a different way to do it, bro. Like, I think one thing about social media, they made it cool to just like, feel like the whole world is your support system. Most of these right? people, they're just looking at it, laughing. They're going to move on with their life as soon as they stop reading the story. So you're kind of looking for the false attention. You, instead of looking for the real attention, go to a therapist, you know, go to a different church, pray with somebody, do something constructive. It took you, what, five minutes to record him. And I'm not condoning what he said. Let, let me make that clear. Listen, he used some language. I get it. But God damn it, listen, let's be clear. No discipline doesn't make it any better. Mm-hmm. And these kids, this generation is out of hand, bro. I mean, and technically he's not even part of this generation. He's 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 older. Yeah, like he's in and our he's generation. Still You're still, like a yeah. Kid, yeah, acting like a little kid, man. That's Man, but listen, I, I gotta listen. If I had to say one thing positive about that phone call. Don't tell me it's gonna be a nigga. I definitely got to give Kirk Franklin five mics. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, he, man. Like he, he sounded like he was about to intro the biggest Sunday's best service. Listen, like man, if I could have just got that choir to come in there, oh, oh. <laughs> like this, literally. Wait, wait, you you talking about a praise dance intro? Could oh you imagine God. the mothers on the front row? <laughs> listen, I'm 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 voting right now. Get your bitch ass up for the Lord. For the Lord. Listen, listen. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm saying it right now. If we can get an eight mile two, <laughs> you want Kurt? <laughs> I want Kurt Franklin to battle Eminem. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Like at the end of the day, listen, pl- <laughs> listen, listen. Remember now, Plies chimed in. Plies, right. Plies said uh, at the end of the day, he said he wants him on his next album. Uh, listen. After I, hearing those bars, I think Kurt Franklin can ghostwrite for a lot of people today, goddammit. Well, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> the fluidity. Man. That's all I can. Like, listen. Another big word. The, the only thing about that phone call, you have to admit, he's used those words. <laughs> he's used Man. Those words plenty of times. I feel like he used Yeah, those like words. he's lyri- he's using lyrics. <laughs> he's using lyrics. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I believe you when you say it sounded like he was writing a song. Like, it. <laughs> Like, at the end of the day, the next song from Kirk Franklin, I guarantee I'm going to make the prediction today on the Unapologetic Review, it's going to go diamond. It's going to be explicit content. It's going to be explicit content. You probably have never seen that on the label of any of his albums. But this one, this is going to be, man, listen, if I had to be the manager of Kirk Franklin. Got it, bro. This is this. Listen, is gold. I'm getting hype, Williams, for the video. This is gold. This is like we're gonna do like some belly type, right? You know, type <laughs> video for this because have it all blue. Have it all blue, like you know, with the rosters in the back and everything like that. You know, the original Dundada. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying. Listen. Oh man, I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. Things happen in family households. And at the end of the day, this was a minor argument that was, you know, it was blown up. And you can look at the people's reaction on social media. Most people were like, look. Which is actually. um, Which is surprising. Very surprising. But I'm happy that people got a chance to see it because maybe this starts the conversation again. Like the level of what people think is abuse in a disciplinary home is probably not what they think. Oh, no, it's it's, man. That's that's that stuff has been. I mean, we get you have to take everything seriously to get those who are being abused. But for every action has an equal opposite reaction. If you go too hard to find, there will be a case you go too hard. Exactly. So, I mean, listen, sometimes, sometimes you just got to take it for things to get better. And Absolutely, man. Listen, Kurt Franklin, if you're listening to this, definitely like GP, I'm still with you, but I'm just saying it right now. I'm putting you in the, uh, the next cipher. I'm definitely voting for you. Man, listen. He's opening act immediately. People talk about MC Hammer, and, you know, they say he, he looks soft, but he was. Listen, man, don't run up on Kirk Franklin in these streets. <laughs> don't, run up on, don't run up on Kirk. He not playing it from now on. It's not Kirk Franklin. It's just Kirk, uh, <laughs> the big Frank, whatever you want to call him. He, he, he guaranteed the stripes, man. Listen, man, Kurt Franklin is battle tested and he's ready, he's ready, he's ready. to make it rain on you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got to tell you this. It's going to be a great show as always. We got a lot more to talk about. You're hanging in there with us and we love it. We enjoy it. We're going to take a commercial break and we're going to be right back on the Unapologetic Review.
Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Unapologetic Review. We're back in the building. You already know I got to do it one time. Give it up for the DJ. Now, you already know we're back, and we're going to keep the bullshit going. You already know it's a great show. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about this right now, man. We got to talk about the Biggie documentary that came out about a week ago. I finally had a chance to see it, Black Caesar. All right. I finally got a chance. And um, I'm going to say this now. First off, shouts out to Biggie. One time, yeah. One time, yeah. Like, One of my an, favorite. Listen, another legend. Another legend. I mean, he's... Undeniable. Undeniable, yeah. Who shot you? Bro. <laughs> um, shit, all the ones with Eminem. Yeah, one with Eminem. Man, party and bullshit. Like, oh. this man has... Um, kicked, out, kicked, kicked the door down. Oh, oh man. man. Listen, let me say this. Before we talk about this, man, Biggie is one of the most animated, talented MCs we've ever had True. in music. Yep. He, he was the whole package. Mm-hmm. From the way he dressed to the way he articulated his words, it was a show every time. True. Listen, I saw the documentary, and you know my reviews are in. I saw people's comments, and they kind of seemed the same. I saw it and I was kind of, you know, expecting some new information, you know, involving him and maybe, you know, the case because they recently just opened it back up. All right. I was disappointed, though. I was sitting up there and I was saying to myself, this seemed like the same story that I've heard a million times. Done every couple of years by network, right, right, yeah. and you know, you know, like Annie and all mm-hmm. these other networks, they pick it up and then ID they or some something like that, yeah, yeah, they they show you supposedly something new, new, but but it turns out it's not really new. I think the last year was the probably the most information when they finally said, you know, in the Tupac situation, they were saying that you know uh, the gentleman in the Cadillac, I forgot his name, but he, you know, they. Clearly, ID'd him as the person that took Pac's life. Okay. So, Orlando, Orlando, that that was his name. And that's different. You know, in that situation, at least we gained something that we new. Didn't know before. Exactly, yeah. In this situation, it was kind of like a couple clips of probably, I would say, of some behind the scenes. Little. Somebody's different angle of it. But yeah. Nothing, little minimum things. Yeah, and I was, I was disappointed, man. Like, what do you think? You think it's about time that they either solve the case and stop making these documentaries? Or, like, what do you think, man? Um, whew, that's a good question. Only because yeah. I'm 50-50. I'm with you. I could, unfortunately, care less if they make another one. Because I've seen about three or four. And you're right. It's always another investigator who wants to crack at the case. Right, I'm right. Want to find new clues? They always find somebody with a different angle. I think um, I saw a YouTube video with the um, was it the bodyguard? Uh, yeah, security. Uh, the security that was actually with Biggie tonight. That night up was a uh, Gene Deal. Exactly, and the story he told. Right, right. Was first of all very entertaining. Yeah, man. Like he's he he I gave. Mean, Probably the clearest description that was the of the entire one night. I've seen. Yeah. And it's like anything topping that would be hard because you're right. The police themselves have the same, they're going to give you the same spill. They're Absolutely. The same At least right. his angle felt like you were there. I mean, the way he broke it down, it did seem a lot fishy. You know, a lot of weird was going on. So, man, listen, I haven't seen it. And, you know, listening to you now, I <laughs> I think it'll stay that way. But yeah, man. I, listen. 
I would save you the time. I would say anything you've seen already. It's probably the same. You've probably already seen it. And I was disappointed. I mean, Puff is in it, of course. Um, Biggie's mom, the the strange thing, and actually Gene Dill brought this up. That was the bodyguard that was basically saying that, you know, Puff knows more than what he's been saying all these years. And what he what he what he said was, why do you think they chose not to have me in this one? Mm. It's on Netflix. So it's definitely gonna reach more people yeah. than YouTube, A and E or anything else out there. And definitely his angle by far, from what I've heard, is the most I mean, like I said, just entertainment value. If you really wanted to paint the picture of that night. Right, right, right. He's a key part of it. And and not to have him, yeah. Yeah, and, and when I saw it, I was like, okay, look, this is like this is this is not what, you know what I signed up for. I, I thought it was going to be something new that was going to take people into a different direction where we can say, okay, we're, we're a little bit close now because both of those cases are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Now with the Tupac, when they feel confident enough with that information and where they probably might close it, Biggie's is still unsolved completely all the way through. So, you know, well, I mean, listen, as a police force, Normally, they won't close the case just because, right, right. You know that's kind of insensitive to the situation. Plus, the case is not solved. I mean, unless you find something evidence, put it like put it like this. Unless you, there was some evidence that the crime itself, no one else was involved. Okay, cool. But it's clear, like you said, they ID Pop's killer, I believe. Right, right, right. As long as they haven't ID'd Biggs. Technically, it's still open. So I mean, yeah. Don't close it, but just don't tell me about it. Absolutely, like, man. When Listen. you solve the case, not now. Don't worry about it. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know his death. Right, right. But I guarantee, if we get to thirty years, there's gonna be another one. A thirty year and, anniversary. And, that, and I think that's where it becomes. Is it really about? Is, yeah, is it really about the case? Solving now? the case, or is it about making a quick dollar on every eve of every anniversary? Wasn't there one with Princess Diana recently? I believe. Absolutely. Or at least, I know in the last five years, I'm sure. No, that, I think it was earlier this year. Okay, like, they, there you go. They keep they do it because you know the, the, the birthdays usually coming around. The or, girl who got killed, um, John Bonet, little girl Ramsey, right? Ramsey stuff like that. Right. It's, just, it's all monetary gain. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, we so. gotta we gotta talk about this now. Earlier, we talked about Nas and Nas. You know, he won his Grammy. Shots out to him, definitely. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about this, man. Blue Ivy has a Grammy of her own as well. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, like, like fourteen I- years, man. Let me just put this into perspective. <laughs> fourteen years for Nas. Nas had to produce ten albums. Ten albums. <laughs> Blue Ivy gets one with her mom. Uh, 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 a snippet. A snippet. Like, wow. Shouts out to the Carter family for doing it big. Listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And I know us from the South, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And yeah. Yeah, but the black family in America, and, and again, I understand this man went to jail, so don't, don't come at me for that. But just the model. Remember the Cosby family? Right, right, right. Is Jay Z and Beyonce about to replace that now? Because because th- just, just yeah. think about if this girl hops on another Beyonce record in two years, she's gonna have another Grammy record. Man, listen, this is the trend now. You know, DJ Khaled. I was telling you, he has His son, a oh. shot. You know, he is executive producing 
Khaled album. So I tell you, but he's going to be the most. God damn it, he's on another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, That's man. What you like, gonna hear when you going to hear him say it. I mean, listen. God. I think it's a beautiful thing oh, to be able yeah. to see uh, these kids and these parents embracing them and helping them achieve their greatness at such an early age. Mind you, Blue Ivy has her own clothing line. Okay, okay, okay hold on. Let, let, <laughs> let me step in real quick before we go down the, the, the gravy train with Blue Ivy. Man. I, I think a better thing is it's, it's not so much about Blue Ivy achieving greatness because she's young. She will grow into her own. I think the Khaleds, the you know, the Carters, their involvement of their children in whatever it is you're doing. Right, I right, right. It's most impressive. It's just like if you see an athlete before the game with his son or his daughter. And even though they might be on the court just shooting a basketball shot, it may not be nothing severe. It's just a fact of having your kids involved with you. It just so happened. Right, right. They're the children of you know, mega superstar. So there are perks that come with it. But I, I do believe the overall message of having your child, you know, with you, learning with you, you know, being a productive parent and still being a great parent to your children, that's what I think that Grammy should get most important. Yeah. But I, it, I, it would not be her last. I guarantee that. No, not at all. I, I think it's a good trend that these, uh, because at the end of the day, most of these kids are well off before they were even conceived. Ever. But yeah. I think it's amazing and it's a good lesson to those out there that just because they were born with a silver spoon, it doesn't mean that they can't achieve on their own. Exactly. And I, I love that, man. You look at it with uh, LeBron and his son, Bronny, Dwayne Wade's son. You look at it, it's it's a good example to be able to show people that, hey, look, there's nothing wrong with working towards your success. And at the end of the day, if the kid can start out that young, it, it, exactly. man, it, it, it is amazing. If, if the kid can learn from that, yes, I'm well off, but they learn still. You got to teach the work ethic. You still got to teach your kid to be their own person growing up, to understand, to have skills, to have your own mindset. Even though, yes, you are ahead a platinum spoon. Fuck a silver. Yeah, that absolutely. Spoon, that spoon is probably diamond encrusted. <laughs> it's still the fact of don't let that define you. Like, don't exactly. let, just because you got money, you right. don't go work hard. So, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that's what this is. You never know. Taxes is crazy for billionaires, too. Could be tax write-offs. Hey, man, listen. At the end of the day, if it's a tax write-off, go ahead and take it off the top, I, I, Uncle I, I, Sam. I, I, feel like, I, I feel like these topics, you can, you can leave that on loop. That, that money bag. <laughs> That kind, of, that kind of money, we ain't got the time to press that button for it. Man, listen, <laughs> shots out that. to Blue e, Blue, oh, Blue Ivy. I'm Blue sorry. Ivy, I'm yeah. sorry, young queen. Shots out to you, and we are proud of you, and definitely to the Carters, man. Yeah, man. Jay-Z just signed a big deal. We talked about that last week. I'm telling you, man. Man. man they're becoming a, um, listen, I, I know Obama and his family is probably A-plus right now. The Carters probably get an A plus too, man. Like, nah, it's not a probably. They they, they definitely they definitely in that elite they, group. They credit is secured. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Credit score is unreadable. They ain't got a credit score, <laughs> nigga. Just shit, just say yes. It just show up. Hey, <laughs> just, you're approved. You're approved. You're yeah. approved. End of discussion. <laughs> End of discussion. Do you yeah. know who I am? That's H it. to the Izzo. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. We got to talk about this too, man. Now we just got news that Drew Brees. The quarterback oh. of the New Orleans Saints, he just announced his retirement. Shouts out to Drew Brees. Shouts out, man. Fresh off the wire. Man. man. 
Ladies and gentlemen, listen, Drew Brees has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for more than almost two decades now, man. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, he has been a pillar in the community of New Orleans as well. When Hurricane Katrina first hit that community and ravaged a lot of it, Drew Brees was one of the first he people first on the one. ground. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, he's never been shy with his words. He's always put the actions out to help the community. Yeah. On the field, he has a Hall of Fame ready first ballot resume. First ballot. It is okay. undeniable. undeniable. You yeah. can't even doubt it. He probably will go in as immediately as soon as possible. ASAP. He got five years. He got like five years, and he'll be in. In there. Guaranteed. He's book first it. ballot. Book it. Yeah. He can book it. Yeah, book it. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? Man, listen, Drew Brees to me has always been my favorite quarterback because I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I just I just as a Rams fan, it's I a hate lot Tom. of hate there. Man. Oh it, listen, it's a lot of hate for Tom Brady. But, listen, but man, anyway Tom, Tom, listen, Tom. Come on the show. If you man. ever if you ever want to come on the show, come on the show. I do not approve what Black Caesar says. If it means that you will come on the show. If you want to come on the show and you have no problem with what Black Caesar says, I approve everything he says because I don't like you too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but back to Drew Brees, uh, he had one in his life. Maybe you consider one slip up, and that was what, last year? But the right, statement right, he right. made about the flag. Yeah. But besides that, you're talking about a guy who's overcome, remember the injury he had in Absolutely. San Diego. Right, right. Phillip Rivers came in. He came to the Saints at a time where, like you said, I think Katrina just hit. And the moment it happened, he became a pillar in that city. So Drew Brees is a man. He's a myth. He's a legend. For first of all, being on the field and off the field. Absolutely. So him being gone will be missed. I will say this, though. I do like the Saints better now. His body just physically just could not hold up last year because I feel like if he plays better, they beat Tampa. Yeah, I mean, you know listen, I, so, I looked at the game last year and I was like, you know, I thought he had like one more year. Honestly, I just think he was worn down because he was hurt before that. He was hurt, and I think they rushed him back a little agreed, too soon. Agreed. You know, because it's the playoffs. Who do you want? in the playoffs for your team, no disrespect to Jameis Winston, but of course you want your franchise quarterback. Your Hall of Fame. Yeah, your Hall of Fame. Yeah, you want him to to be in there. But I can see what you're saying. Like, at the end of the day, football is a very abusive, violent game. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it takes a toll on you a lot worse than any other sport. Any other sport, technically, yeah. On the globe. Yeah. And I can understand it. Like, at the end of the day, Kobe said it best. Allah, rest in peace to the mama, but he said it best. Some of these athletes wake up in the morning. And when they wake up in the morning, it is a mission just to get up. Out of bed, yeah. They wake up with backaches, migraines, pains that come from multiple years of trauma to their bodies. To their bodies, yeah. And at the end of the day, that could have been the reason why he's hanging it up because quarterback is one of the most difficult positions on the football field. Yeah. So I agree uh, with you on that side. I'm kind of 50 50. I think he could have did it one yeah, more he year. Could have, but but safety wise, with all the CTE and everything else that's happening, well, is it worth it? Well, I, another, I don't think it would have been worth another it. Another thing, Drew Brees is not very big. That's one. Right, and right. And two, people don't understand. Yeah, the quarterback might not get hit the most. I think everybody agrees running backs get the most violence, period. Yeah, absolutely, right, right. But 
it's different when you're running the football, you're bracing for impact, you're causing impact. When these quarterbacks get hit, they're just standing there. Like, that's a different reaction to somebody lunging their body, and that's why the quarterback gets a lot of special treatment. Right, right, right. So that's why physically I'm glad he he's off because I just think physically every year he's worn down. I think he'll be back. I think this is, to me, <laughs> to me, I'm going to tell you what I think will happen. They don't have a true number one at quarterback yet. I know Jameis Winston is there. I believe and he's a good quarterback. Guy, uh, but Taysom Hill, I don't consider him a number one, a number one yet. Fair enough. He's a number one in training, but he's still a number two to me if Fair you enough. need him in an emergency. Like, I don't think he's a pure start every game, start every game quarterback yet. What I think will happen is if Jameis Winston doesn't perform the way he needs to, you say Drew come back late in the season, and Drew stays in shape. Come back late in the season, you play you half ne- the season. Listen, you never know. All he has to do is make that call, and they're going to pick it up. Also, you look at it like this: seating wise, it doesn't matter. You just want to get in that bitch healthy. Exactly. So listen, listen, listen. What half a year from now? He comes back. Remember this date. Mark this shit down. We won't do credit. Well, exactly. Right, yeah. right. If he does it and he pulls a Jay-Z and comes back for an encore, remember where you heard it first, we, ladies we and gentlemen. We want first interview, Drew. Hey, first interview unapologetically. Unapologetic. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, listen. It's a great show. We loving it. We loving the energy. We're going to take another commercial break, and you already know we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Listen, we got to talk about this black season, man. Look, we got a lot going on right now in the world. And right now in the world, there's a lot going on. And it sounds a whole lot like money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's my kind of topic. Hey, man, listen, right now, people are running to check their account because they're expecting that good old deposit from Uncle Sam. Oh, you mean Uncle Joe? Uncle Joe. We talking about money bag Joe. Money bag Joe. Put some respect on his name, goddammit. Man. Hey, listen. Listen, already. Already. Already Joe is on Clinton level for the cookout. Listen, man. He is already invited to the barbecue. Bring Auntie and them and Lil Ray Ray, too. Man. Listen, man. Joe Biden. The guy that used to be with OBZ. OB. 
OBZ, goddamn it. homeboy. <laughs> the only president we acknowledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, my president is black and my Lambo is still blue. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that out there. Shouts out to the Obamas wherever they at. Know they're doing it real big. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Moneybag Joe, doing what he does, couple months into the office, he ain't even got his feet wet yet, man. Nah, but this, he, yeah, well, well, listen. He knew what the people wanted. He, he knew what they in. wanted. He knew what they wanted. He came in guns blazing. Man. So. He came out there, man. Listen, he just told everybody that that 1,400 pack, <laughs> that stimulus pack, <laughs> it's on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I got y'all. <laughs> God damn it, man. Shots out to Joe. Yeah, man. Hey. Hey, man. He, he, he knew what his number one priority was, <laughs> and he hopped right on it. Man, listen. Joe came in mean mugging, didn't care what the situation was. He told Donald, that guy, I forgot his last name already. Ladies and gentlemen, he told him, listen, I'm going to show you how I get busy. You know what I mean? No games. Listen, but all jokes aside, man, listen. The reason that this is big is not just because it's a $1,400 check headed to 100 million plus Americans right now. It's because right now there are people out there that actually need it. Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot of people, due to the coronavirus, man, unfortunately, have lost jobs. They've lost businesses. They're unemployed. Listen, businesses, small businesses. Absolutely. Took a huge hit. Mom and pop stores, Yeah, took a huge hit in this pandemic, man. Man, and it's been crucial because you see the stories. You see people getting evicted. You see people losing houses. Yeah, remember that shit down in Texas? When that cold and people's houses was busting open, man. Man, yeah. And, and you know what's crazy about it? It's a blessing in the middle of a storm that has been going on since last year. Yeah. And, you know, there's millions of people out there that right now, they're running to that Wells Fargo, that Chase Bank. Oh, yeah. That TD Bank. Shit. Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. God damn it. They might break the app trying to check it. Oh, I guarantee it's going to be some crashes. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be some crashes. Yeah. Listen, if I worked for any of those banks right now. Shit, what about IRS? Man, listen. I'm going to get to them in a minute. <laughs> okay. Listen, if I worked for any of those banks right now, I can tell you exactly how my attitude would be picking up the phone. I can tell you. And it sounded a little something like this. Thank you for calling Bank of America. Yeah. Uh-huh. You calling about that check again, aren't you? <laughs> I just, you just called you about just five called minutes me. ago. Another yeah, li- listen. Don't call here again. <laughs> no, you're going to overdraft. <laughs> We're going to start charging you. We're going to start charging you overdraft fees for calling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just sitting up here thinking, man. But the funniest thing about it is, man, the people's attitudes towards it. It has been hilarious to hear how they really sound about it. And they sound something like this right here. <laughs> With your broke ass. He's never gonna work. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen, man. They are acting a fool. I saw a post and they were like, uh, 1400 deposited. Took my family to Miami Seaquarium. Seaquarium asks, what would you need? I want that seal. <laughs> Hey, hold on. Hold on. That was a video. 
there was a video last stimulus. So this had to be the first one. So this had to right, be right. early last year, man. A comedian was making fun of it. It was a girl. Assuming to be the stimulus check because she had the money just. She's sitting in her whip, got the money, spread it out, fanning it. <laughs> Nigga run by, oh, grab man. all the money. <laughs> and holds ass. She can't even get out the door. <laughs> so you know that money gone. Do not do that. Listen, the moral of the story money, is. Put it in your bag. Put it in your bag. Put it in your bag. Listen. At the end of the day, right now, I am pretty sure if anybody did get that deposit and it cleared, there's going to be some rented cars. Oh, man. That are going to be out there next week. Expect to see a Lambo this weekend riding through your neighborhood just for no reason. <laughs> just, for no, just for no reason. They're they not going nowhere. Just, just for no reason. Listen, the, the line at Popeye's oh. is going to be extremely long this week. <laughs> Going to tell you that now. If you are planning to have a family meal, probably with a twelve piece and some spicy rice, this isn't the week to do it. Better get there ten o'clock in the morning. Listen, man. The lunchtime on. Jesus, could you imagine if the uh, remember that Popeyes chicken sandwich dropped the same time that the stimulus dropped? Damn, that was close. Right? <laughs> that, was close right? that was close, right? Bro, I spent an hour in line. Let me tell you, I, I don't even want to think about it now that I think about it because. I remember trying the sandwich. And for those at home, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. I hated that chicken sandwich. I hated it. I'm not going to lie. It was so, so you, over. You, you just didn't like it or was it overhyped? It was so overhyped. Okay, and I didn't like No, no, no. And I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? I didn't like it either. It was greasy. It was almost like jerry curl grease was on the bun. It was very greasy. And the, the chicken itself the was bun, like. The bun wasn't fluffy because it soaked up all the grease. Listen, I know that the chicken itself probably was injected with about 18 different pesticides or muscle steroids to make it that big <laughs> anyway. It probably was. <laughs> like I, I was it probably really was. Like I was sitting up there. I was like, no. The, the, but getting, <laughs> probably was, getting, though, getting, getting back to the, yeah. the subject, man. Like, yeah, the stimulus checks are on the way. Way. So, you know, expect this in your neighborhood. Those nail shops, oh. if you got an appointment this week and you want to get done up and you want to look good, you might want to call Shirley early in the morning. Oh. <laughs> you better call her now for appointment next week. And I'll tell you this, if it was $50 last week, it ain't oh. $50 this week. Price, price going up. <laughs> price niggas know you got that money? Yeah, they're going to put that uh, that stimulus tax on all services this week. <laughs> So, yeah, shouts out to, you know, Moneybag Joe for making it happen. Yeah. We appreciate everything he's doing. And he also, you saw that too, he um, recently approved the vaccine for the Johnson & Johnson. And he's saying that he wants to have availability to every American by May. Mm. That's big, man. Like I said, like, listen. Man, listen, just 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 have a plan. Last guy. That's did, it, man. Last guy, listen. Listen, we know he gave us two stimulus checks. Right, right. To you, but he had no fucking plan. No plan he, at all. They just talked. So at the end of the day, listen, man, all politicians, they make mistakes. Listen, we, we like Joe. We don't like the other guy. We're no. biased. But at the end of the day, understand, this man has a plan. Like He, he has a plan, He's yeah. at least doing something. The other guy told you to inject your veins with bleach. <laughs> But we'll move on from that anyways, though. Yeah. Listen, man, shouts out to everybody that's waiting for that deposit. Like I said, don't spend it before it gets deposited because you will have an overdraft fee in the morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look, we're going to jump into the next subject. We got to talk about this, man. 
we got to dive into this because this is trending right now. This happened this week. We got to talk about the Uber driver, man. Oh. That was big. That was big. And the situation was so crazy because when you see the video, you're sitting up there and you're like, a lot of people take advantage and don't realize that these people that are working, they're people just like me and you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they have the same 24 hours to get back home to their family safely. So at the end of the day, you know, you see a video like that and you see somebody attacking somebody. You're like, wow. You're like, are you serious? Like, this is a person that's doing you a service to keep you safe because either you can afford a car or you just don't want to drive your car. However it is. However it is, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, this happened this week and we're going to play a clip of it and let you hear exactly what happened. Then we're going to come back and talk about it. All right. Take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, that was actually the Uber driver in the car with three young ladies. Now, you can hear them yelling, you know, profanity. They're saying a lot of different things. But I don't know if they caught it, but the young lady is actually coughing on him. And she's saying, I have Corona anyway. Yep. Yeah. This is, this is where we're at in the world right now. What did you think when you saw this black Caesar? Um, man, I thought what anybody thought, if I was the driver, I would at least got four punches in. (laughs) I mean, at least four because the girl coughing is getting three, man. Like she's getting a three piece. No fries, no, no drink. No fries, no drink. Oh, straight pieces. <laughs> Her homegirl getting a piece for co-signing. Man. And, um, man, the, the issue with this is, the issue with this is, when you deal with ignorance. Ignorance, man. It, it's, it's, it's the ignorance that makes you so baffled that a person would come out and say, I have corona. Then cough on you. So so they're making light of what's going on already. Exactly, right. When you watch the video, you see the girl grab this man's phone. Like, try to grab his phone. Then, you know, snatches his mask off his face. Then it's saying, don't touch me. So that's that privilege side, which also right, pisses right. you off. And I tell you what, that that Uber driver... They better give him employee of the month. Man, they better give him Uber driver of the year. Of the year because, yeah. first of all, he helped their brand by not responding. Exactly. It could have, listen. It could have got ugly. There's a million different ways that he could have went about it. And I do definitely believe you can tell by looking at it that he was a humble man just trying to make an honest dollar to provide for his family. That's all. Honestly, can, what he's looking like you know, you responses. Can, yeah, you can look at him and see that. Now, on the other note, You know, at the end of the day, we found out that this is not the first time that this young lady has done this to a driver. True. We found out that she also did this in Hawaii. 
God damn, like she's international. Right, right. She's <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like ludicrous, huh? Man, like man, area yeah. Code. Area codes. Like she's traveling to a city near you. To fuck with your Uber. To fuck with your Uber. Man, God damn. Like, talk about taking that show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. When I saw it, I was disgusted. I was like, okay, listen. Shouts out to him for keeping his composure. Oh because when I saw it, I was enraged. I was sitting up there like, okay, you're going to get it. You're going to get some of what she was going to get. And you're going to get it too, even worse, because you're co-signing it. Like at the end of the day, everybody has a job. And that job is to provide for your family. The second job is to make it back home safely. safely. Yeah. And at that situation, that could have went any type of way. Like they were doing this even while he was driving. Could you imagine if they had an accident? Listen, the 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 story behind it that that you were showing me makes you more mad because this man had every right to grab them out his car. Right, right, right. Every right, and the dumb girl is giving you all the information that you need to charge her with by even saying, "We got another Uber coming. You can't drop us off." Man, listen. Fuck, nigga, what? Yeah, like, I, listen, I'm, I'm like you. I, you jigger what? Jigger who? We would have found out that day. <laughs> like, literally, listen. What makes it worse was the explanation that the young lady put up trying to explain it. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. You got to hear this one for yourself. My boyfriend taught me. He taught me, don't let nobody play with you. Smack the fuck out them. That's what I was taught. So if y'all boyfriends... Told y'all to let this Uber, let y'all get out the car and get robbed or whatever the fuck would have happened. And I saw y'all. <laughs> hell no. And he lucky as hell I ain't have nothing on me on mamas. Because if he would have played with me, bruh, it would have been a whole different story. For real. You not about to kick me out on the freeway. I Everybody I know, 75% of people I know would have smacked the shit out of him or done some crazy ass off the wall shit. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we got to say this, man. Let me let me say this. I, I didn't even want to continue with listening to the whole thing because listening to it, you're listening to ignorance. Pure D. Pure D. Ignorance. Listen, man. First off, she just incriminated herself. Shots out to her. Yeah, shots out to the prosecutor. He, yeah, he's, listen, he's shots. Say, yeah, man, uh, this is a slam dunk. Slam dunk. Listen, man, when they bring this to his office, he might have just had the longest day ever. ever. But when they show him this video, he's going to say... Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, this is soft. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get some bread off this one. Listen, man, when you listen to something like that, you hear nothing but ignorance, and you hear a person that has no remorse no. at all. She's saying her boyfriend told her, I can tell you this much, when your boyfriend sees the charges and the time that you're going to get, he's going to say, I don't know you. <laughs> you might have seen me <laughs> on the streets, but nigga, you don't know me. Bro, listen. Expeditiously. Ex first of all, first of all, listen, I'm not saying... A boyfriend, a significant other can't give bad, can't can't give good advice. Right, right, right. But you don't look that old. You don't look that far removed from your parents' training. Not at all. You're leaning to your boyfriend who, listen, don't know the guy. If he deals with you, he probably told you that to get you in trouble. Absolutely. So he no longer has to deal with you because that logic makes no sense once you see the video and realize this nigga took her to a gas station. A gas station. In broad yeah. daylight. Yeah, and he and listen, and he was smart because what he kept doing was 
he kept pulling over to where it was populated mm-hmm. so that people could see, see him. And at the end of the day, I understand, because here's the thing. The perception of a man versus a woman, yeah. let's just make this clear. Mm-hmm. Usually the man doesn't win any type of argument, any type of defense, court, however you want to see it, the man gets the short end of the stick. It is what it is. We know that. Mm-hmm. In this situation, he had the video. Only because it's blatant. Right. He had the video. And he also had witnesses mm-hmm. that were able to see it. So, shots out. And I'm glad that they were able to see it. Now, seeing that she's an habitual crime offender, yeah, you know, taking her talents from Cali to a city near you. you. Listen, <laughs> man, like, uh, uh, wait a minute. And, and we also found out one other thing. We also found out that she's an escort. Which explains why she would be bringing her talents to a city near you. So, so... Uh, y- y- y'all hear that? Them stimulus dropping. Man, listen, I'll tell you this right now. If you're trying to book her before that charge that hits charge and hits, that prosecution hits and that 1,400 stim- stimulus hits, you got, about a week. you got about a week. For both of those going to be done. <laughs> I'm just saying right now, any deposits, anything you got, just know one thing. She's not going to be in town long. Nah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man, we're having a blast. Listen, we got to talk about another subject, man. And, you know, this is a little bit more serious. And I thought that we were going to, you know, end the show on this note. And I wanted to talk about this. We're talking about supporting your own. Okay. It's very important because I think that this conversation, it gets brought up only when it's, like, popular, not when it's the right thing to talk about. And the reason it's important is because at the end of the day, some people say it just because it sounds cool. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually standing up and supporting what you like. At the end of the day, I see too many examples of artists, celebrities, a lot of people claiming that, hey, man, you know, I give back. I do this for my hood. I did. Listen, if you do it only when we can see it, cool. No one can say when we don't see it what you actually do. Mm -hmm. but ask yourself this question. Some of the people that you support right now, how many times have they actually reached out to support you without you asking? That is the question of the day that I wanted to talk about because I'm sitting up there and I'm looking at these artists, these young artists, and the reason they're winning is because they're not waiting for a handout. Say what you might say. Some of the music might be a little bit weird. It might be off the wall. Yeah. Some people might actually think that they're better than Michael Jackson. Jackson. Come, come on, that, that, that was fan driven. So we, we ain't finna give him that shot on him. Yeah. That's but, a defend. But what I'm saying is like at the end of the day, supporting somebody, that's a personal choice. But at the same time, you see so many people bandwagon people that probably would never give them the time of day. And it bothers me because I sit there and I look at it and I'm like, okay. There are some dope artists out there. There are some dope athletes out there. There are some dope doctors, lawyers, painters, painters, electricians. Yeah. And nobody won't give them the time of day because they say, you know, you got to be pro-black all the time. Let me get this right. Let me say this now. At the end of the day, I support what makes me comfortable and what I like. Okay, true. Because in your own community, sometimes the hate is even worse. Let's get that out the way. True. So at the end of the day, what I'm telling you today is, 
if you have a dream and you want to be something, and I don't care if you say you want to make the best peanut butter in the world. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. At the end of the day, don't let anybody else's recognition or how they respond to what you want to do make you feel like you failed or not, man. What do you think about that, Black Caesar? Because I told you, this is a trend that I'm starting to see. And at the end of the day, you look at some people and they get a little bit of buzz and they say to themselves, hey, you know, I ain't got to do that right now. But, you know, they see you later on and they're like, hey, you remember me? Like, how do you feel about that, man? Man, um, shit, the older I've gotten, you look back on shit. Let's just say kids you went to school in high school. with. Right, right, right. A kid you might have thought was a little weird, a little off, a little unique, different than you. And you see them grow up, you see them have kids, you see them raise a family, you see them getting married. I think a lot of times, man, people, how can I put it? People want to see you succeed either not ahead of them, before them, around them, especially if they're not happy. And a lot of times. Facts, when, big when, facts. Yeah, when you want somebody to support you. It's it almost feels like when you go to those who are closest to you or even people who you know you exactly. It's almost like uh you f- they feel like you're coming to them on some please support me. I'm 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 trying to get above you. I'm trying to use you right right as right. a platform. Not understanding that listen, some people are just are are just very good hearted, and at the end of the day. They want whatever it is they want. And sometimes everybody doesn't see the negativity or or they don't feed off that. They don't bounce off that. Exactly. So their vibe can be totally different than yours because they might not have the eye that you have. And instead of supporting that, what you do is you either ignore it or you even start shitting on that dream, so to speak. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like uh, another thing is you talk about local. And, and I can say this being from where I'm from. Absolutely. There's... Three, there's a couple cities, but if you want to talk about hip hop in particular, right, right, the first city that comes to your mind is Atlanta. It's a reason for that. There's a reason why Atlanta, Atlanta is popping. First off, shouts out to them. Shouts out to Atlanta. It, it, it is a reason why when you mention hip hop, Atlanta is the first thing that uh, we know. Cali had his reign, right? We know right. New York had his reign, and we you know what I'm saying we know Philly has his guy, Chicago, Detroit, all these major cities have that. But when you think of Atlanta. Regardless of all the other bullshit you think of, musically, you think of unity. Point fucking blank, period. Yeah. Anything in Atlanta, they support their own fucking people. And at the end of the day, when you have crabs in the bucket, as we're explaining about, yeah, it may, it may look like support, it may feel like support, but I saw a post that made a lot of sense, even just by numbers. It's a reason why you get 100 views before 100 likes. I it's mean, listen, a reason, absolutely. I, I, I get the comment. I get the concept. Silent, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a reason for that. So, uh, un, un, unfortunately, man, unfortunately, sometimes when you got your goal, go for it. Go for it, man. And, and a lot of times you go for it without the people around you because at the end of the day, if you reach where you want to go to, you will hear from them again. Yeah. Please believe that. Listen, man, I, I look at it, and the reason I brought this topic up was because we were, uh, you know, we, we always do our research. We see who's popping. We see who has a buzz. We see who's working. We see who's grinding. And at the end of the day, it's not always got to be 
the Drakes or the, you know, the bigger people or whoever. You know, at the end of the day, this show was never made just for the top tier True. or the celebrity. This show is for the people, number one. That's why it's the unapologetic review. That's why it's culture talk. And at the end of the day, your status in somebody's eyes does not make you what you ought to be in life. What you ought to be in life is your definition. True. At the end of the day, listen, whatever city you're in, if you think it's the dopest artist and they don't have the biggest name, hey, support them. Support them. If you think you know the dopest electrician and you like the way that he puts in your outlets, support them. It doesn't matter the skin color. It doesn't matter any of that. What we're saying is at the end of the day, that term, we all we got, <laughs> it's a little watered down now. And it's yeah. not exactly people actually thinking that. Like, like, like Black Caesar said, people look at you from afar and they might admire you or they might envy you. And, yeah. But instead of telling you that they envy you, they might be leeching off of actually what you're good at and you might not even know. Might not even know. Take what you're good at and then go use it somewhere else. And next thing you know, they blow up and you're still where you're at. Mm -hmm. So when you're moving, move in silence. Don't let everybody know what you're up to. Do what you got to do and stay committed to your goal because you can do it. And once you get to your result, everybody will see. Everybody will see. And whoever, listen, whoever was meant to be around you when you get that goal. Will be around you. They'll be around you. Don't look for new friends like Drake said. I gotta throw that nigga back in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man, we gotta talk about this. Today marks 26 years since Tupac released against all odds, man. Uh which what's what's the one of the main records off that? Because that'll give me a good timeline. Man, like he had he had classics on this. I he, believe he this one, I believe this one is the one that uh I think this was the introduction to uh Brenda's got a baby. Okay, so okay, bet. Okay, so this is you pre Machiavelli. Yeah, this gotcha. oh yeah, this okay, is definitely before that. And okay, yeah. you're talking about twenty six years ago, man. Like there's records that Tupac has right now that sound like they just were made yesterday. And still relevant. Still relevant. And once again, this is one of those goats in that Michael Jackson conversation. Like you gotta understand Honestly these are speaking, goats. Yeah. Yeah. Tupac, Tupac is legit. Listen, there's only three or four, I think it's like three or four or five artists that have went diamond. Since they've died, Tupac's one of them. True. The sales don't lie. Don't lie. At the end of the day, people aren't listening just because it's something to do. So, shouts out to him, man. Definitely a legend going, but not forgotten. He damn near had a two-part career. Let's say pre-Machiavelli. Man. Machiavelli. You know what? That brings me to something. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, man. How long did, when did we officially give up thinking that Tupac was coming back? Because I oh, <laughs> I, I remember, man. I held on. It felt like a Where's Waldo, right? Man, yeah, that's true. I, I listen. I held on for so long. I remember leaving school, and then they'd be like, "Yo, we got that new Tupac." Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was your guy. This this is a very good question. <laughs> listen, I'm not gonna lie. Listen to the ladies and gentlemen at home. I'm not gonna lie. I held out for about a good solid decade. Really? Yeah, I did, man. Because, listen, some of those records that was coming out, I mean, you remember he had to still ball in with Trick. Which was dope. I mean, Which shots out to the mayor. You Shit, know what I mean? He did with, his thing. The one with 50. The one with, oh, man, listen, nah, you know, you know, listen, you know, I had that on repeat. Yeah. Repeat. Like, yeah. you know, listen, sorry, Ja Rule, but. Uh, that was nasty. Yeah, until Machiavelli returns is all eyes on with me. With the Snoop intro. Oh. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, I held out for a while. I can't lie. It, 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 yeah. I was on that train like, yo, it's right. a wait to Pac get back. All right. So what year he died? He died in... Um, uh, That was uh 96. 96. So let's say I was going to say maybe my high school. Yeah, man, it was, it was, listen. Yeah, yeah, you sound about right. Like, like when he just, okay, nah, this is just. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, listen, after a while, I was like, I was like, they started saying that, they, you know, they were seeing him in Puerto Rico. Hey, they was getting good pictures, though, because them <laughs> niggas did look like pop. <laughs> they, they wasn't doing a, they wasn't doing a bad job. Like, they listen, was. I remember one, they had one with, like, him at the mall. <laughs> and the guy was, like, just taking a picture with him outside, like a Gucci store. And he had the actual Versace shirt on that mm-hmm. Pac had that night at the casino. And I was like, these people are going all the oh, way. Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I'm guilty of it. I held on for a long time because sometimes you just don't want to believe yeah. that these great people are gone. Especially the way he went. You know, it makes you feel like, nah. Yeah, man. So, I mean, shouts out to him. Definitely still in our thoughts and still relevant today. Still. Listen, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an amazing show. You already know how we do it, but you know we cannot go without having that moment that you guys look forward to at the end of every show. That moment of clarity, that moment of thought, and that moment of reason. Brought to you by the one and only Black Caesar's Thoughts. Do you think the majority... Of non-maskers have bad breath. Because <laughs> I thought I thought I thought about this one day. I went into the store and oh my god! Unfortunately, I ate a couple hours ago. I was on the go. Okay. No gum. Wow. I threw the mask on. I was like, "Bruh, I'm about to walk back out. It's, it's, it's not worth. It, it's, it's, it's not worth it." But legit, I, I just I just wonder. Does, does bad breath make you risk your life? I mean, if it's that bad, would you like, fuck it, just no mask? Listen, man, I was looking at a comedian. I'm laughing because I was looking at, uh, rest in peace to Tyler Craig, one of the one dopest. Of the yeah, yeah, one of the, one of the dopest yeah. underrated comedians yeah, underrated, of all yeah. time. And he was basically saying that. He was like, bro, he was like, I'm so tired of, like, bad breath people walking up to him. He was like, you should chop your neck off and put your <laughs> I think I seen that he was, one. He was like, you should chop your neck off and put your head back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, yo, he's like, he's like, if, if I could, I'd probably hit you with a two with a with a uh a breath mint missile. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know. At the end of the day, man, listen. That's a very good question. I was sitting up there thinking, because you know these masks, you have them on all day, and Eventually. it's very heated. And some people are already heated in their mouth before already? they put the mask like, are on. You, are, you, are you a hazard to yourself? <laughs> you got bad breath, put your mask on. Listen, if it's no other reason beside that, put your mask on. Man, listen, I will say this. Now that I think about it, these masks might be saving lives in two different ways. <laughs> they might be saving it in two different ways. It actually might be to save you from COVID and, God damn it, to save you from somebody with Breath that probably is apocalyptic. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Need, need, need Professor X. <laughs> man. Yeah, li- listen, I will say, listen, we always endorse wearing a mask because we want everybody to be, be yeah. to be safe. But now we have another reason. <laughs> listen. It's some people we vote for after the after COVID. Listen, after COVID Keep leaves, <laughs> some of you probably need to leave that mask on, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Black only Black Caesar's thoughts could have brought this up, man. Hey, man, we we, we aim to please. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a great show. Another show in the book. This is the unapologetic review, the culture talk, man. Black Caesar, how you feel about the day? Lovely, man. Blood pressure high, bills high, but <laughs> I'm low key. Right now. <laughs> I'm low key right now. I'm chilling, so it's all good. Man. Listen, man. As always, you already know, like we said before, you can follow us on Twitter at Go Unapologetic, and you can follow us on Instagram at The Unapologetic Review Show. Listen, we have a blast every time we get a chance to entertain you guys and give you what's going on in the world. But like we always say, listen, whatever you do, be good at it, but also be unapologetic. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week. Like all good things, they must come to an end. See you next time.